tempted to get nervous. Got singles over there, singles over there, singles over there. Good morning, everybody. I'm just going to make fun of the married ministry, because there's a lot of married folk in here. So I'm going to pull the things out. Good morning, Mighty Singles Ministry. chapter 7. You're probably already there. Me and Josiah worked it out, but today we're going to be talking about eagles. Me and Michael Williams have a little chat. I got some things to share this morning. I hope you're ready. And this morning I'm now single too, so I'm not preaching at you, I'm preaching with you. First Corinthians 7 in verse 7, it says plainly, I wish everyone were single just as I am. We could just stop there. That's what he said. Verse 29, verse 31, he says, The time that we have left is very short. And he says, And this world is passing away. Then in verse 32, he says, Being single is to be free from the concerns of this life. How you doing at that? That a single Christian man should spend his time doing the Lord's work and thinking how to please Him. Then in verse 34 it says a single Christian woman should be devoted to the Lord and holy in body and in spirit. That's, that's where the title of the lesson comes from today. Being holy in body and spirit. But then he finishes, Paul finishes in verse 35 with one of the greatest scriptures about being single in Christ in the Bible. You should underline this. You should write this one down right here. You ready? I want you to do whatever will help you serve the Lord best with as few distractions as possible. Another version of the Bible simply beautifully puts it with an undivided devotion to the Lord. I don't know who your heroes of the Christian faith are right now, but I guarantee you they're all married. You think about it. I like John and Emma Causey. All the Sorokins, all the Corey. I bet if you started thinking about your heroes of the Christian faith now, they'd all be single. And there's something wrong with that. Because if you think who your Christian heroes are in the first century church, they'd all be single. Today, they're all married. Then, it's all single. What's the problem? Aren't we a restoration church? I'm just getting started. I haven't even warmed up. I want us to walk out of here today ready to change that single. we got to change that narrative. And I don't care what the campus folks are doing next door to kids over there. I don't care what the young folks are doing there. We're single right here. Wants us to enjoy every stage 
of our life. I don't want to miss a thing. I got everything. You know, when I see the movie Top Gun Maverick, I want to watch every second of that movie. I don't want to miss a thing. It's like my life. I don't want to miss a thing. It's okay to have heroes in the things you were married, but who is your hero this morning that's singing? That were single, singly devoted to one mission. Men and women of the first century church that were devoted to God in everything. The world changing church of the first century grew because of ministry like here this morning. And I love that. Let's get a few questions out of the way this morning. Amen. Are you proud to be in the singles ministry? Do you attend singles functions and wonder, okay, when are the dating jokes going to begin? Have you felt like you've let people down because you're not married yet? Or maybe that you're feeling like, maybe my life don't count as much, or maybe God can't use me. That life can only amount to so much because I'm single. Well, let me tell you, that is a completely unbiblical position to take. It's a strong bird. 
uniquely set apart from other birds. There's a certain height you have to be to interact with an eagle. An eagle does not cross breed with anything but wings. You have to have a certain mindset. A certain mentality is required. You, you must be framed in a certain way. You have to have a certain vision, a certain keenness, a certain precision to earn the right to mate with an eagle. You have to be an eagle. Eagles don't mate with chickens on the ground. I don't know if y'all can hear me this morning. Y'all catch that? Eagles don't mate with chickens on the ground. Eagles can go where certain birds cannot fly. So they can do what lesser birds cannot do. It's fascinating to me how an eagle is, is made. That an eagle's uniqueness is not just in its physiology, but in the way the eagle trains its young. It is unlike any other bird. Birds, these eagles will make nests on the ground or in trees, but eagles make their nests in high places, on high mountains, high cliffs, mountain peaks, so that the eagle is born on an eagle is already born up on a high place, which keeps the eagle from having a low mentality. When it first opens its eyes, the eagle is already in a high place. Its mother begins collecting sticks and branches and flying high into the mountain peaks to find the cliff that she finds. And she begins to gather sticks to build a nest. And she starts putting it together. She's anticipating the birth of her young. It's a long process to get this nest ready. You ever, anybody ever seen a picture of an eagle's nest? It's insane, isn't it? And so that when the eagle gives birth, its nest is already built. Before the eggs are hatched, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And interestingly, the nest becomes a collection of, of branches from where the mother has been. It becomes the historical reference point to every place that the mother has lived. She brings her history into the nest before the extreme lady. The mother's story is in the sticks. The eagle's eggs don't get to pick their nest. It's already done for them. You pick your friends, but you don't pick your family. You know what I'm talking about? You don't pick the personality of your family, whether they're soft-spoken or whether they're brawlers. Think about your own family here. I don't know. My family can be emotional, silly. They can hold grudges. Uh, they can cry one minute, laugh the next. My family can put the bump back in dysfunction. Some families talk loud. Use their hands. Shouting everything sounds like an argument. They yell, they dance, they're intense, they dance, they sing, something just like that. We don't get to pick the family that we're going to. And so everything we learn from our neighbors, from our, our friends, our associations, our generation, our political perspective all helps to shape who we are and to think like we think. I'm not here to yell at you this morning. I think uh, I'm going to keep my voice got a little, you know, just on the horsey side. But how we react when we're afraid, how we react when we're angry, it's all in the nest. Never marry anybody without first checking out their nest. The nest determines what 
you mean when you say I love you than what I mean when I say I love you. Amen. And that determines the value that you place on work, the, the value you place on integrity, on speaking the truth, on keeping your word, even on God. All of it is shaped by the mess that you came from. You can take somebody out of the but can you take that out of Because the nest is familiar. 
people can have a good marriage. Everything's going great, but if, if they're not used to a good marriage, they will actually sabotage it and start a fight because fighting is familiar. Fighting is familiar because they used to be in a nest where fighting was normal. And peace is boring.
They want to stay there, but mama won't allow it. Because she knows it's for their own good. She must push them to the edge. Because she knows they were born to fly. They were born to soar. They were born and destined to explore, destined for greatness. But if she doesn't do her job and out them, the nest will become a prison. And that which was once an incubator now becomes a coffin. Cozy and nice and relaxing comes on. 
with the same beat. And start stirring up my mess. So that the protrusions that were on the outside now suddenly are on the inside. Yep. Preach, bro. To make it uncomfortable for me to stay in my mess. God will treat you like an eagle stirs up her nest. Any of you guys feeling stirred up this morning? I'm stirred up. I'm stirred up. Are you feeling stirred up this morning? Is there a stirring going on in your life? Is it going on right now? Until what used to be nice and cushy and comfortable and normal was okay. It didn't bother you. But now the eagle has stirred your nest. And when the eagle stirs its nest, all of a sudden, the protrusions that once kept away the wolf are now pushing eaglets so that when the eaglet tries to sit where it used to sit, it can't sit there anymore because the eagle has stirred up your nest. I hope I'm talking to somebody. If on its own the eaglet 
just simply fly out of the nest, then the eagle would not have to stir the nest. But some eagles are stubborn. Some eaglets are stubborn. And they won't change, and they won't grow, and they won't explore, and they won't expand, and they won't think, and they won't become, because they haven't developed a system of survival that is built around the nest. And for those particular eaglets, I have come to preach. My fellow singles. Let's go. Come on, bro. This year, 2022, we want God to use our lives. Every one of us for His glory. That's what I'm in this. But that means we've got work to do to build a great church for the Lord. We've got great work to do. And sometimes that means we got to get out of the way and let God move us to where He wants us. The eaglets who handle money the way Mama handles money. The eaglets who are angry with women because daddy was angry with women. The eagles who respond to conflict the way mama responded to conflict. The eagles who have developed a system of survival that says, I don't need to do anything more than what I'm already doing because I get fed in the nest. I have everything I need in my nest. Who am I talking to?
live on. And all of a sudden, there is no comfortable place. I'm a poor, wayfaring stranger. Stop trying to get to the spot you get to. If it's not heaven, you're not going to be stable. It's transition time. Luke 9, 57. Church, it's time to leave our comfortable lives. 
It's time to jump out of our nests and fly and spread your wings. This is 2022 should be the year of discomfort. Discomfort. A year where our limitations are challenged. A year that says, I never realized how small this nest was. I never realized how limited this nest was. Now listen, if you don't want disruption in your life, then don't listen to good biblical teaching. Because good biblical teaching will disrupt your environment. It'll disrupt you. I don't know what you came to do. I don't know what you came to do. God's word will pull you out of your comfort zone. It'll challenge you. It'll demand more from you. And you just can't hang out with people who just look like you. Or think like you. Or vote like you. Or people you work with. It's too small. It's too small. It's too small. I gotta get out. I gotta figure it out. I gotta figure it out. I gotta get out. I gotta get my credit straight. I gotta get my life straight. I gotta get my mind straight. I gotta evolve. I gotta get to the next level. I'm running out of time. I can't keep lying to myself. I can't keep making excuses as if I were supposed to stay here. I'm not supposed to stay here, I was just supposed to start here. Get this part out. I, 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 it's time to 
climb out of the something you've been looked into for far too As an eagle stirs up its nest, 
fellow stirrers right now. This morning, I think we need to be awakened. This morning, I think we need to be uncomfortable. I think we need to be challenged. I think we need to bring back the glory to the singles ministry. Don't be that to God. Be Paul and Pauline. Now I'm going to preach at you just a little bit. This is a little bit. I'm just going to preach at you. If you have not brought anyone to Christ in your Christianity, it's time for you to wake up. You're too comfortable in your mess. Our church nest cannot become a coffin. Our churches should be filled every Sunday morning. They should be filled. Empty seats equate to empty lost souls. My praise, my needs, my wants, my comfort, my nest. Here, our needs are met. We're comfortable. We're safe. Eternity is secure. We got our salvation. But what about them? What about the lost? It just bothers us when we live near people for years and they don't get saved. We work with people for years and they don't get saved. Our co-workers that know most of our life story, our family members who we have influence over, are not here at church this morning. It's got to bother us. It's got to shake us up. It should bother us that we go years and years and years without personally leading anyone to Christ. It's got to bother us. Jesus came to comfort the uncomfortable. But he also came to make the comfortable uncomfortable. I think we're just comfortable. That's just Matthew 10. Get off that little Sermon today. I don't know if it's a sermon. I don't know if it's a sermon, which is just us, right? 
It's just us. It's that whole party of fuck here. It's just me. I think we should pretend like it's just me. Here Jesus pushes the twelve out of the nest. They hadn't been with him that long, and so Jesus helps them. Wouldn't it have been more comfortable for them to stay with him? Wouldn't it have been safer? Wouldn't they have enjoyed life more? With him, they didn't have to worry about provisions. He could just make fish out of them. They could just multiply. Wouldn't that be great? Down that pizza joint down there in the food court? Multiply some pizza. They didn't have to worry about a sickness he could eat. Staying in the nest would have been better. Except that Jesus stirred the nest. And he said, y'all gotta go. He refused to allow them to stay in the nest forever. Mountain climbers will share how tragic it is when they're climbing up in these high cliffs and high mountains and they get to the top of a mountain and they find an eagle's nest with the would-be eagle Stuck in the nest that has died in the nest. And don't you dare be a casualty in the process of God's transition of you. Don't you dare. Church, it's time to fly. Don't die in the nest. Sure, the nest is significant in the life of every single disciple. And what is your nest? He's talking about a nest a lot here, right? What is your nest? Any place where you have settled instead of soared. That's your nest. Your nest is the thing in your life that's limiting you. But God refuses to let you settle in your nest. He created you. He destined you to soar on the winds. Rather than sit back and never realize your full potential. Come on, dude. You're destined for new heights. I feel it in the singles ministry. I don't know how long I'm going to be here, but man, while I'm here, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something. I'm going to have to fellowship in the rings. I'm going to do something. Make sure that is true. Your wings have outgrown the nest. And I'm here to tell you that this morning. Don't settle for anything less than you were created to be. God wants to stir your nest this morning, and I want to encourage you. I want to challenge you. It's time to rise to a whole new level. New levels, new depths. It's time to spread your wings. It's time to soar to your destiny. Rise above it today. Don't settle when you can soar. Come on!